0: Welcome to today's edition of Reflection on the Word with Richard K. I'm Chuck Christie, and today we are asking you to spend a few moments of your time with us each day as Richard shares from God's Word with notes, quotes, and stories, along with some of his own personal experiences, to confirm for you God's great love for us, that His compassion for us never fails, and that He has a great faithfulness toward us in every regard. Now, if you miss a portion of today's broadcast or would like to recommend it to a friend, You can hear this program anytime online at talknetworkradio.com. Well now, here's Richard with today's reflection.
1: As we continue reading in the 13th chapter of the book of Romans, we come to how all of this is wrapped up in one word. That word is love. How can we do this without love? And how can we love without the love of God manifesting through us? He gave his love for us. We give his love to others. So here we look at beginning in the eighth verse, and it says, Do not owe anyone anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and whatever other commandment, all are summed up by this. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Besides this, knowing the time, it is already the hour for you to wake up from sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than we first believed. The night is nearly over and the daylight is near. So let us discard the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk with decency as in the daylight, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual impurity and promiscuity, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no plans to satisfy the fleshly desires. Closing the 13th chapter with the 14th verse. As we began, we had seen in the 13th chapter, there is a defined role that government has and we are to be submissive to the rule of the government and its law to protect the citizens of that particular area. We must submit to that authority, but we also must stand for the will of God, and that is not necessarily an easy task. It is only accomplished through love. That's why it says that we are to pay our taxes. We're to be good citizens. We are supposed to be the model of what Christ exemplifies, not what the world expects. We're not to cheat others. We're to help others. We are not to take from others. We are to give to others. We are not to tell them that they are right when they are wrong, but we are to love them into seeing they're wrong. You see, this is the guiding principle. Love is the guiding principle of a renewed life, because in loving We learn how God sees us. Were we lovable? Think about it. I personally was unlovable. Maybe in the world's eyes, there were certain things that they could desire. But inside of my own being, I was unlovable. I was a rotten, sick, dedicated sinner. And when I say dedicated, I was good at being a sinner, if that's the proper use of a term. But God's love penetrated me in such a way that I could not reject it. I didn't understand it, but I accepted his love. And in so doing, I have to give his love to others. And believer, all of us must live that way. It's very easy in troubled times to find ourselves on opposing sides of a political view or some other facet that may be of a direction of government, and yet we are to love one another. We may have differences of opinion, but we are to love one another. And We are to be the best of the employees. If you're working with someone else in a company, do the very best job you can. Don't ever feel that you can do less, and God will honor that. Do more than what is expected, but don't do it for reward. Do it because it brings glory to the Lord Jesus. It says, if you do these things, if you love your neighbor as yourself, who's your neighbor? Who do you think he's referring to? Is your neighbor just the person that might live next door down the street? Your neighbor could be the person that is placed over you in a particular office. Maybe that person is really a tough individual. Maybe they don't really go along with what you feel or what you believe, but you are to honor them. Now, there is a line, and the line is in personal dedication. You see, we are not to break the law to be able to fulfill it by love. Let me explain. It is A very difficult thing to describe how people feel about a particular position that government may hold. It could be that there are very strong views that people have for and against those particular governmental rules. But I'm going to say that even in those events, even in the instance of a government rule that is contrary to what we believe as followers of the Lord Jesus, we are not to inflict harm on those who may practice or who believe in the wrong application of what that rule may mean to you and I. We cannot fight evil with evil, but we can overcome evil ultimately with good. We are to put on Christ. This closing portion of Paul's letter in the 13th chapter is a wake-up call. You've got to remember in the environment that he's writing, believers are being tortured and they're being murdered constantly, every single day. It was not something that was uncommon to see whole families brought into an arena and fed to hungry lions who would come and devour them. How could they do that? How could they be examples of the Lord's love in that type of arena? And yet, they were not to oppose evil with evil, but to overcome it with good. It is said that even in the times of the most difficult persecution of believers, that they could give praise and honor to God. Even through the persecution, they could give praise and honor to God. We can't do that in our own strength. But it says here that we are to put on Christ, meaning we are to completely engulf ourselves in his love, so much so that it permeates every fiber of our being. It goes forth from us and brings light into darkness because Jesus brings about the light that he wants us to be in this dark world. Sometimes we do it through tremendous persecution, and sometimes we even die because of that. But in this life, we count it all for his glory. It is difficult for us to be in our own capacity to do this. In fact, it is probably impossible. But because the love of God is so powerful that it transcends death, it transcends torture, it transcends all of those things that could bring harm to us. In the suffering, in the persecution, in the afflictions, we actually bring glory to God by loving those who persecute us. How can this be done? Not in our strength, but certainly in His.
0: Richard will be right back in a moment to wrap up. But if you just joined us, you've been listening to Reflections on the Word with Richard K. You can hear this message in its entirety again online, as well as Richard's entire archive at talknetworkradio.com. We would like to acknowledge our theme song, How Great Is Thy Faithfulness," from the America's 25 Favorite Hymns album. Unless otherwise expressed, scriptures are read from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, which is published by Holman Bible Publishers in Nashville, Tennessee. Additional resources used for Reflections on the Word with Richard K. include Great is Thy Faithfulness by Our Daily Bread and printed by Discovery House Publishers. Again, here is Richard to wrap up today's message.
1: It is worth rereading this last portion from the 11th verse through the 14th. It says, Beside this, knowing the time, it is already the hour for you to wake up from sleep. For now, our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is nearly over, and the daylight is near. So let us discard the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk with decency as in the daylight, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual impurity and promiscuity, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no plans to satisfy the fleshly desires. By Jesus Christ being placed on us, in us, and through us as living sacrifices, we are able to show a persecuting, evil, and torturous, perhaps, generation that is totally against us and yet doesn't understand why. We show them love. In the midst of their persecution, it is impossible to do that in our own strength. But in God's strength, it is more than possible. Do you know there's a scripture that says, with man... These things are impossible, but all things are possible with God. Matthew 5 and 17 says, Let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. We need to recognize again, We are the vessels he chooses to use in whatever manner that will bring him glory. Whether it's in persecution, affliction, or trial, he will bring glory to himself because he shows love through us to those who persecute us. Hard for us to conceive, but with Jesus as our living Savior, living Lord in us. He demonstrates that through us to a lost and dying world. And that is today's Reflection on the Word.
0: Thank you, Richard. Join us again tomorrow when we continue with the next edition of Reflections on the Word with Richard Kay. For Richard and the entire team, this is Chuck Christie saying, Thanks for listening to this edition of Reflections on the Word.